0: Hello and welcome to yet another Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. My name is Tiago, and to set the scene for you, I am in my very small living room, seated in front of my two screens. Actually, my setup is a laptop, and uh, on top of it, I have, not on top of the laptop, but, you know, kind of above it, there is a bigger screen. And it's one... A.M. So now that you kind of uh, have the scene, let me go back. Let me go back to June or to be more precise, the 21st of June, 2023, where I probably made my biggest mistake to the date uh, regarding Potsqueez, of course. So back in those days... Jean and I were really frustrated. We were really frustrated because every time I would open my analytics and I would see the new accounts, and we were having a lot of new accounts every day. When I say a lot, it was around maybe 15 every day or something. So it's maybe not so much, but 15 per day is quite good. Very consistent as well. And I realized that there were a lot of fake emails. Emails that were clearly coming from the same person. So let's say you would see, for example, Tiago 1 or Tiago 2 and then Tiago 3. And that made me realize that a lot of people were kind of taking advantage of our platform. You see, in PodSqueeze, which, by the way, if you are a first-time listener, it's a tool that, it's a SaaS, it's my SaaS, that helps podcasters repurpose their content using AI. In PodSqueeze, we have a free tier. It's always free, and gives you 50 minutes per month. The thing is, for podcasters, normally they need more than 50 minutes, so they tend to upgrade to the paid tiers. But we noticed that there were people that probably had multiple episodes that were below 50 minutes. And what they were doing was they were creating fake accounts every day. And you might be wondering, yes, but... Were you not or are you not validating the emails? No, I am not. I'm not for, for two main reasons. One, because I'm lazy and I don't want to deal with having to send an email like and setting up that logic of people having to click and then they don't get the email and everything. So I just want the process to be really smooth so that there's nothing in between you and creating an account. So I thought... João, I have an idea. I have an idea that will fix this problem. We will no more have people creating fake accounts. And it was like, Tiago, but how? How are you going to do this? So I laid down some stats and I told him that a lot of the people that were using our platform, they were uploading their audio file from their computer. So actually, To give you some context, there's two ways for you to upload your episode. One is if you already have an already published episode. If your episode is already published, you can use, and sorry for the more technical terminology, you can use an RSS feed, which basically contains all the information of your podcast. And then I can easily download it from wherever you have your podcast hosted. So if you have it on Spotify for podcasters or Buzzsprout, whatever, I can just fetch it from there the other option is for you to simply upload it from your own laptop, like you do in many other websites. Most people, when they are producing their content, the content that PodSqueeze produces, they do it before publishing their episode. Therefore, if they want to use this, if they want to use our platform for their podcast, it makes sense that they will always upload because their episode is not published yet. They depend on our platform, quote-unquote, depend, to publish their episodes. So I told John that most of the people were using the upload and these fake accounts, they were also using the upload. So by blocking the upload feature, by blocking the upload feature, people would see that there's no point in creating these fake accounts because they cannot upload these episodes. So that's what I did. I did that And it took me maybe a day to code it, and I ship it, and I was happy. I was happy because immediately from that day the number of fake accounts reduced to basically zero. I didn't see those Tiago 1, Tiago 2, Tiago 3 emails no longer. So I was really happy. I was feeling on top of the world, like I was the most, the smartest man alive. No one will trick us. No one will get advantage of us. And to be honest, I don't even know how many people, maybe there was only one person or two people actually doing this. But I don't know, it was annoying us. And and it's funny that annoys me and João, because if, if it was the other way around, if we were podcasters, we would probably also find a way to use this for free. But I guess when it's happening to you, it's not as fun as when you're doing to others. Yeah, so I saw that and it worked, so I just move on. And funny enough, we also saw an increase in conversion. People, a lot of uh, our, of our users, that were using the upload feature in the free tier because their episodes were below 50 minutes. Then, because they liked our results, they decided to then update, upgrade. I mean, to the paid, um, the paid plans. So I was happy. I was happy, and I let the days pass. I. F- kind of refocus in other things. And you know what I've been busy and what I've been doing. I've been basically focused on um, making the company official and taking care of taxes and all of this. And then we went to Berlin. And one thing, though, has been troubling both Joe and I for, for some time. And I, I've talked about this, which is our revenue has been going down. Our revenue has been going down for, for a while. And to be honest, Jean was very worried about this uh, a month ago. He started to be worried, like maybe I guess beginning of September or mid September, and even did a presentation and everything. I was thinking that maybe it was exaggerating, maybe he was worried for nothing because I mean we are still quite new to this to this industry, so we have no idea, we have no reference. Maybe September it's just a worst month. But we don't know, because this is our first September with PodSqueeze. So in my perspective, and in retrospect, maybe I should have communicated this better to João, it's not that I was ignoring the fact that definitely our MRR was not growing as fast as before, I was just waiting to see, because I thought we were doing all the right things. When we first launched PodSqueeze, we did Product Hunt launch, we did... Um, emails and we did a lot of things that worked, but they were short term. Now we are transitioning. All of these ideas had run out, and we could not use this kind of low-hanging fruits. We had to get serious and enter in the big boys' game, which was SEO. And we are focusing and were focusing one hundred percent in SEO, and we actually are already seeing some results. So I thought, let's wait a little bit. Let's. Let's see if this SEO will actually bring traffic to the website. Because in my opinion, the only reason why this is going down is because we're just having less traffic and the, the, the trend of AI is just going down. Yeah, Juan was not happy. He thought that I was ignoring this, that, uh, I don't know, to be honest. And I think that was also my frustration for myself. Like, I actually didn't know what he wanted me to do, just to panic. I think panicking won't solve anything. But yeah. We finally, you know, we went to Berlin. We did the conference. We uh, made sure that everything was official with the company, and now I decided to focus on the metrics. More specifically, in our conversion rates, I wanted to make sure that every part of uh, the user journey was measured, and I would improve. And of course, there's many you know, kind of crucial points. First is when someone comes to the website and then converts to registered user, which I, that was basically my in my analysis, I saw that was around 3-4%. 3-4% of our users were actually converting to, you know, creating an account. Perfect. That's working. Now, the next step is from people to convert from the free account to the paid account and then from people to convert or to stay, right? Then there's the churn. Some of the people will just leave the platform. I was analyzing all of this. And because Juan was saying that everything started going down from the moment we blocked the upload feature, you know, the story I just told you, I wanted to analyze this. And I want to see if actually this was impacting our conversion. So I plotted it. I plotted a lot. I plotted a lot of graphs. And one of the graphs that I, that I plotted it and I visualized was the amount of accounts that were empty. With that, I mean people that would create their account on PodSqueeze and then realize that they couldn't upload and they would just leave it and probably go to some competitor. And for my surprise, there was a huge huge increase of empty accounts in June. And of course, you can guess it. It was exactly when I blocked the upload account. It makes total sense. A lot of people came and then they couldn't upload, but they only realized that too late, they had already created their accounts, so they bounced. And it was huge. Double, actually. So it went from 30 to 60%. 60% of the people that created an account with PodSqueeze end up not using our our tool they just bounced it left so i was uh, shocked completely shocked i was looking at that i was just thinking fuck i need to say this to joel and he will say i told you so i don't want to, i don't want to inflate your ego if you have a co-founder one thing that you probably know is that you don't want to inflate the ego of your co-founder because especially when it's just the two of you then you just lose all your rights you know maybe next time you cannot you know pull things your way and there's a lot of pulling things each other each other's way for sure um so of course i told him and he was like i told you so Diego. i told you so and it's, it's because of that, and our conversion is going down and i was feeling bummed i was like fuck that's my biggest mistake like And the the, the crazy thing is that, like, when I was working for Travago before, which was a bigger company, I knew that they were always testing everything. There was no feature, not even the change of copy or the color of a fucking button that wouldn't go and test it. They would always a b a b c a b c d test everything. But I kind of, I don't know, I thought we were just a small startup and these kind of things didn't matter too much. There was a small change, but nothing, I mean, we would see, people would complain. Well, no, there was really a huge, huge change. So I thought, okay, maybe that's really, maybe that's the reason. And maybe that's also why we are, you know, our MRI is not going as much and so on. And I thought, okay, at least we found a solution, but oh boy, I was wrong. You know, when I started plotting more and more conversion rates and everything, I saw that something was weird. I don't know, just think with me for a second if less people are actually trying out our product, I would assume that less people would then convert to become paid users, right? They would just bounce before actually trying the product. So, logically, I would then go and see my conversion rate from free accounts to paid accounts, and I should also see a drop. But I didn't. What? Yes. <laughs> Imagine myself in this little tiny living room that I just, you know, described to you, looking to these graphs. And I was like, I don't understand this. And to be honest, spoiler alert, I still don't fully understand it. How is it possible? Half of the people now that create account, or actually, no, 60% of the people that create accounts, they don't even use our product. And it was a huge increase since I blocked this, this feature. So how come the, actually what happened was that the conversion rate from free to paid actually increased. That was crazy. That was crazy. So I spent days plotting everything and, and trying to understand what happened. And to be honest, I'm still very surprised. I'm still very surprised for two reasons. First of all, it turns out that actually it didn't, yes, it's true. Like what happened here didn't influence the conversion from free to paid, it actually helped. By blocking the upload feature, more people, which also makes sense, decided that they needed to pay to upload their episodes. So the actually, the conversion went up. So why? Like, why did we see this, you know, clear decrease of MRR? Well, because Jo and I have been busy and we have been shipping a lot. And sure, it's really good when you ship a lot and you see a lot of indie makers really proud Uh, about like their shipping skills and everything. But the problem is that you just ship like crazy and you don't know what actually affects the metrics and what doesn't. So at the same time, one thing that happened was that we also shipped the upgrade functionality. You see, before, if you wanted to upgrade from, let's say, a starter plan to a pro plan, which is more expensive and gives you more minutes, you need to first cancel your current plan like you're just normally cancelling your account. And then you would upgrade, but you would buy a new one. So what happened was that we had fake data, you know, because if we would see the number of accounts, if someone was upgrading the account, this would count as two different accounts. People would create two accounts in a month. And that's why we would see that there were actually more accounts, more people joining In in those months. And that changed. That changed when we changed that logic, because now people would just click upgrade and that would only count as one single account. And I'm really sorry if this is getting a bit too confusing. Maybe I just, I, I should summarize, but I don't know. This is somehow also beautiful. Like this is building a product. It's understanding how people are using it and, you know, figuring out this stuff. And this stuff can actually be the difference between your product succeeding and your product failing. So, Yeah, make sure and if, okay, if I can already jump to the moral of the story, make sure you plot everything and you have, especially the most crucial parts of your website, all the conversion rates, they they need to be plotted and you need to be able to see them. And if you change something in the the flow, in the crucial flows of your user journey, make sure you check out those metrics and see if if they don't change. Because what we realized is, is that, that actually in that month, in June, we were really, really busy and we changed so many things that at the moment we don't really understand what affected what. We also realized that we changed our, our pricing page. We changed the buttons and everything. And maybe that also made people, I don't know, it, it prevented them from creating accounts or, or converting Yeah, it's a mess. It's a huge mess. And to be honest, I don't know. I don't know if actually something changed or not. One thing is for sure. This blocking of the upload feature, this huge bump in empty accounts did not affect the conversion. So at least now we know and we made a bunch of decisions. Decision number one, we roll back all the changes in our pricing pages. Yes, little things, little things like adding a testimonial. João added a testimonial in the top of the page. So instead of opening the page and immediately seeing the prices, you see this testimonial, which for us intuitively makes sense. Okay, we see someone saying good about PodSquiz, let's buy it. But no, I think that actually distracted the users for what they wanted to do. So we rolled all of this back to June, you know, before all the changes. And now we are just measuring. And of course, I'll keep you posted and, and I'll tell you if everything changes, something changes or not. But yeah that was the first thing. The second thing we did was I now allow for one upload per free account. So when you create your account, you, you still want to test it, right? So a lot of people, sometimes they don't have their episode published and they just want to test pod squeeze. So I allow them to do one upload and then that's it. That's blocked. And then if they want to do more uploads, they have to upgrade. And, and for me, that's kind of the best of both worlds because I will still keep people trying out pod squeeze. And at the same time, I'll keep that nice conversion rate that, you know, kind of makes people upgrade. And uh, yeah, that's, that's basically it. I have now a very extensive dashboard with everything plotted and I'll be checking the dashboard much more from now on. I don't know. I just, I was not expecting this. I was not expecting that small changes could have such a huge impact, especially because we don't have that many users. So I thought that we wouldn't see these big, big uh, changes in this big, big impact. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, that's That's been what I've been busy. Uh, at the same time, we also have Web Summit coming along, which is uh, one of the biggest conferences in in tech Uh, And definitely the biggest here in, probably in Europe, to be honest. And we are going to be there. And uh, we're also going after that to sponsor another festival. Now, this time in Portugal, a podcasting festival. And yeah, it's going to be very extroverted, busy networking, a couple of weeks. it's going to be one or two weeks now. So I'm getting some energy to do that. And yeah, I don't know. How do I feel? I'm definitely more worried about the growth of PodSqueeze than before. At the same time, Jean is a bit less now. And that's kind of cool about having co-founders because we need to balance each other out. It's really bad when both are freaking out. If you are in a plane and suddenly both pilots say, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die. That's not good. To be honest, it's not good if any of the pilots say that. But if one is saying it's better that the other one is saying, no, chill, calm down, Let's fly this shit and land it. And that's basically what happens with Joe and I. Sometimes he freaks out and I'm calm. Some, sometimes it's the opposite way. So now we are just, we see that SEO is working, which is cool. cool. We see more people coming to the website from Google. We see like we are gaining some nice spots in, in the Google searches. So that's cool. And yes, SEO is not dead. <laughs> no, it's not dead. No, GPT is not taking over everything yet, at least. So now we just have to wait and keep checking the metrics and see if it works. And at the same time, one great thing is that I have or we have a developer now. So as I'm focusing on these things, I know that the product is not stopped and he is working in building and making great features that you know bring the value up and hopefully reduce our churn. Yeah, last thing that I want to talk about today. Is something a little bit more, uh, I guess, political. You know, it took us a long time. It took us a long time to fully understand how taxes work here in Portugal. I think taxes are complex anywhere. They are complex in any continent and any country. But in Portugal, they are really complex and they are very high. And I think you only really understand how high taxes are when you start your own business, because you know how hard it was to start it and, and to start making money. And suddenly, 50% of all the money you make goes to taxes. I know, and I have to spoke about this, and if you want just go back to the episodes, and it's not as simple as 50%, there's a lot of nuances, but in general, yes, there's a big percentage. Suddenly, you have a new co-founder the state and the state doesn't do anything for you mostly it just gets all the money and i guess that will be fine if you know that you're actually helping the country the country where you live the country that also supports you but recently what happened i think two days ago was that our prime minister in portugal he quit yes he announced to the world that he was leaving because he was actually indicted And a bunch of ministers around him were also indicted. Again, because of another corruption scandal. Because they were using our money, the money from entrepreneurs, from people that work hard, really, really hard for their own benefit. And to be honest, this is so fucking frustrating. It's frustrating because it's our money. You know, it's our, it feels that they, I don't know, they are just above us. And they mock us. And they say, whatever, you have to pay. Because if you don't pay, you go to jail. But I can do whatever I want. And yes, in the plus side, and I shared about this on Twitter, someone said that at least now we can indict the prime minister. That's allowed. So our country is developed enough so that we can happen. There's a lot of other countries where this, unfortunately, doesn't happen. It's huge corruption. and No one can do anything about it. And if they try to do it, well they might even lose their lives. So, yes, we are a developed country and we can indict our prime minister. But at the same time, it's super frustrating. And I I feel powerless. I don't know what I can do. Because at the same time, I don't know if the others will do better, right? I think... One thing that comes to my mind and one thing that I share on when I share on Twitter, a lot of people immediately say, just, you know, take your company somewhere else. And as you know, first of all, that's not kind of legal. It's not that easy. But that's also not the solution, right? The solution should be for us to improve our country, not only with our vote, but also with our opinion and to energize people, to organize stuff and, and, you know, speak about it. So, yeah. I don't know. There's no like big conclusion to this rant here, I, and I want—I don't want to, you know—finish this episode in the in the kind of more down note. But I just felt that I needed to share this. Going back to the good news, I hope you liked my uh, my interview with Dagobert. It was a very deep one, but a very important one too. I think it was a true building public experience when Dagobert actually explained and, and showcased that being a founder is not easy. There's a lot of ups and downs and mental health is definitely something that one should be aware of and never, never you know, put yourself in a position where you will actually have to drop out because you cannot handle it anymore. I learned a lot. I think it was one of the most honest conversations I ever had in this podcast. And there's another one coming up. It's not uh, in the same notes, I guess. It's less about about mental health and more about indie stuff. I interviewed Andrew Gazdecki, which is the founder of Acquire or Micro Acquire. And it was really fun. I learned a lot about selling software as a service, selling like for Selling a company as an indie maker, a lot of things that I was not expecting, and Andrew speaks about that in the interview and it will probably pop up well somewhere somewhere next week, so just be sure to be uh i don't know follow this podcast on. Spotify or whatever you listen to your podcast, because it's going to be a really interesting conversation. At the same time, Mark Mark LG from Power Importer that I interviewed here in the podcast, he announced to the world that he sold his business, the business that he had already for a couple of years. That was really interesting. And uh, they also made a really cool episode on, uh, on their podcast. So Mark and Matt, they have their own episodes, which is called startup to something which is a really cool podcast where it's very similar to this one they just sit down and share their indie journey and in the last episode mark just does an maa so ask me anything well not really for everyone but matt is asking a lot of really interesting questions and he speaks about the whole process of selling his company so make sure uh, to listen to that episode this is really really cool now, if you want to support this podcast, you already know, join us in our WB community, community for indie makers, and you'll meet a lot of cool people. It costs $10 per month, and you'll make sure that you'll be supporting this podcast. And yeah, as well, share these episodes if you like, share the interviews, share these episodes uh, with your friends, your indie makers, tweet about it. And uh, also, if you want to reach out to me, DM me on Twitter at WBTago. This was another Wannabe Entrepreneur. See you next time.